accept a life as a public servant is to constantly feel underappreciated. To take that to the next level, you seek public office, and that's an invitation for misery. This is the story of an American president who has struggled to lie in peace. Specifically, we're talking about Abraham Lincoln. Arguably, he was in office in the worst possible time in American history. Just looking at photos of him in 1860 compared to 1865 tells you all you need to know. I'll include a link in the show notes. The misery of the war years was compounded by the loss of his son Willie in 1862. It's worth noting this was the second of his sons to die young. His son Edward had died at age four in 1850. His life as we know came to an end by an assassin's bullet mere days after the conclusion of the Civil War. In most cases, this is where the suffering, intrigue, and notoriety would end. But not for the 16th president. After lying in state in the nation's capital, his remains were loaded onto a train, along with those of his son Willie, who was disinterred to be buried with his father in Springfield, Illinois, his home. The train traveled through seven states and through over 180 towns. Multiple stops were made, with Lincoln's casket being loaded into a horse-drawn carriage and carried to a suitable public place for viewing. He finally arrived in Springfield on May the 3rd. But the story doesn't end there. On the day of his death, citizens of his hometown started raising money to build a memorial tomb. All knew it would not be anywhere near completed, or actually even started, by the time the remains arrived. Lincoln and his son were temporarily buried in a site selected by Mrs. Lincoln in the Oak Ridge Cemetery. This repose only lasted until December of the same year, when his body was moved to a temporary vault close to the site where the monument would be built. I don't believe construction had even begun yet. Now it's 1871, three years after the tomb construction had begun, Lincoln, and now three of his deceased sons, were moved into an unfinished structure in individual crypts. The structure would be completed three years later in 1874. Once again, Lincoln was on the move. This time, it was to the intended final resting place in a marble sarcophagus in the center of the memorial complex. So ends the story. Well, not quite. As if the man had not gone through enough in both life and death, a criminal duo from Chicago tried to steal Lincoln's body and hold it for ransom. Jack Hughes and Torrance Mullen were counterfeiters from Chicago. Both had extensive criminal records. It's believed that they hatched the plan in an attempt to get money and procure the release of a third member of their gang that had been arrested. They decided to recruit the help of an experienced grave robber. What they actually did was make contact with a Secret Service informant named Louis Swiggles. Tipped off to the attempt, law enforcement lay in wait. On November 7th, 1876. 
in spite of complete surprise, the trap was bungled and the criminals escaped. At least for a while, they were in fact apprehended back in Chicago 10 days later. The grave robbing attempt so startled caretaker John Carter Powell that he and some helpers moved Lincoln's body to an unmarked spot in the floor of the basement of the tomb. Lincoln's body remained there until 1901. At the request of Robert T. Lincoln, one of the surviving sons, the remains were once more moved, this time to their true final resting place to date. The body of the 16th President of the United States currently lies encased in a steel cage, resting in a 10-foot-deep vault within the tomb. If you know of any restless types, maybe they'd enjoy our podcast. Tell your friends about us. Like, share, and rate this show on Apple iTunes. And drop us a line. Tell us what you'd like to hear about next. You can reach us at Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Urban Lore Pod. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Tom Castaños. <laughs>